Hey, Nick, what's going on? What's up, man? How are you doing? I was holding this sneeze in for when I was dialing in, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to sneeze <laughs> right when this show started. And I was like trying to – I've never tried to force a sneeze so hard in my <laughs> life. I was like – I heard the, the anchor noise going on the call. I was like, sneeze, sneeze, sneeze. And I got it in right before you picked up. That was like – uh, gave me a, a little uh, panic attack. That's so funny. That's well, so uh, funny. it's episode 74 of the show. And so uh, how's your week been going? It's going well, man. Um, if you remember, you know, when we spoke last and I, I saw you, actually, it was our first time doing an episode in person, which was really great. Um, you know, I, I think I had mentioned, you know, I just felt like the... I keep telling people, it's like, I feel like I kind of came out of the gates in like, my feet was like in cylinder blocks, you know, like it just, it felt like I started the year with just some heavy feet and a little resistance for some reason whatsoever. And uh, this week has been uh, just a lot better. And I just feel like maybe the world is coming around. People are kind of getting back in motion. Um, I don't know, but uh, I feel a lot better. Yeah. So do you think that's like, associated with outside sources or is it something more internal well what what do you think kind of dictates that i think well personally i mean there's a lot of things for me there's this interesting storm um you know i just basically came off a year long uh world tour and traveling and so it's like i'm back in seattle i'm 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 like in an airbnb so it's like i there's just a weird like i'm i'm a visitor in my own city um it, it almost feels like a holding pattern. Uh, so it's like, it's, I was talking to someone the other day and, and she said, it's like your February is like your January. And so maybe there is this weird, you know, cause February, I just, I get back going on the road and I, I go to Portland and, you know, I just, maybe, maybe there's just this kind of like weird, uncomfortable. I feel like I'm kind of on a holding pattern here. I don't know. Um, you know, it's like, you know, the amount of energy that, I expended over the last year was, was tremendous. And so am I just kind of recovering from that? You know, I had my dad's memorial last weekend. So like, was that like a little bit of hanging in, in the balance and, you know, that went fine and it was great. And so now I'm like through that and over that, you know, I I don't know. But, um, and then lastly, I think, you know, we, it was like, dude, New Year's happened. And then it was like, wait, what are we like in a war now? Like it just all <laughs> some weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think we started the year really weird and you know, like it's a little uh, unnerving to, and then we're in an election year and, and it's like, what the hell is going to happen? So I think that there's just a lot, like maybe externally, there's a lot there, but internally for me, there's just, you know, I'm, I'm actually weirdly, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely ready to hit the road again. I can tell. Yeah, that I mean, I think that's cool, the transformation that's happened with you from a year ago, it being this, like, uncomfortable, mysterious thing, and now a year later, you're like, oh, I can't wait to leave <laughs> and, and get back because that's kind of become the it's, new normal for you. Totally. It's strange, but it's, like, yeah, it's it's way cool. And, um, you know, look, I, I, I love Seattle. I love you know, my friends, all of you guys, uh, and it's cool, but once you hit the road and it's like intriguing and you're like, dude, I just want to like get back out there and, um, I want to go, uh, explore and discover and all the stuff that I'm working on with like the show and, 
yeah, I'm just ready to go, man. I'm like, just like, let's, let's, let's rock and roll. Yeah. That's awesome, man. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just so exciting that like that lifestyle, you, you completely embraced it and it's become part of like who you are and, mm. and, uh, yeah, when you come back, how everything's kind of changed. I'm I'm very curious in a couple of years where where you're actually going to end up. Like when you're like, all right, I don't need to do this travel thing. I'm going to uh, establish some roots. If that ends up being here or somewhere else, uh, it'll be very interesting to see where that ends up being. Hey, me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's jump into this week's topic. So I got this email, uh, and I thought it was a or it definitely was a spam email, um, and. I was just very curious on what it was and what it was, was an email from this company called spotlight and spotlight, I believe just got acquired by. And why I took interest is because. Welcome back to the catching up podcast. It is episode 74. I'm your host, Connor Kaysen here with Find Me in Seattle every week. I'm joined by my co-host, Nick Hughes, who is the founder of a company called Founders Live. And this week, we are talking about two things. We're talking about Snapchat and we're talking about Tesla. So I got an email this week about Snap Spotlight. It's a way for Snapchats to go viral. And we're also talking about the crazy changes in Tesla and why uh, we're so curious about them and where they're going and their impact here on our economy and the world. Thanks for joining us for episode 74. I hope you enjoy it. If you got any questions or comments, please let us know. Hit us up on founderslive.com or Snapchat or Twitter or Facebook, any of those good places that you want to connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. And please enjoy episode 74. And we're back. That might have been my fault for we drop. I forgot that I can't do this call on my wi-fi it's just not reliable enough (laughs) (laughs) and so uh i'll make sure to edit that out i'm not sure where i was going uh thank you everyone out there listening for dealing with our technical difficulties but uh i was talking about this company called spotlight and i got this email and what snapchat has always struggled for me in order to grow my brand there's not any tools for me to find new users, communicate and, and organically grow and build a new following. It's really kept as an internal tool to communicate with the people you already know. And anytime that I've received any new followers has pretty much come from, they saw something that I posted on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and they are Snapchat users and they looked me up on the platform. So I get this email and it's like, uh, here's how they describe it. it says, Spotlight is an iOS application that makes Snapchat public by providing a place for snaps to go viral and be seen by more people than just friends. To do this, we've partnered with Snapchat. The collaboration has resulted in a revolutionary new app that will be launching in February. And so I like actually got really excited by this because Snapchat still has a decent amount of engagement. And, and every day it seems like their ship has been sinking. But the reason they have been sinking is because brands, the advertisers, the people who are going to drive most of the revenue can't grow a following on the platform. And so now because they have, they're going to have this app that lets things go viral. And I would say it's almost like uh, TikTok and Instagram that there's a new hope for Snapchat to come back around and kind of be relevant again, because I don't think they have been very relevant uh, I think TikTok's kind of taken over their relevancy and brought in that spot. So I'm curious to know from you, Nick, 
A, because I don't think you've really been using Snapchat at all, if maybe ever. Do you think this could be something that could could save them? That's a good question. Uh, first of all, yeah, I'm not really a Snapchat user. Just never really got into it. And, you know, I don't know. It's just not really been my thing. Um, it Weirdly enough, it, it does feel very... It's the antithesis of, of Snapchat in a way. It's literally like everything that you've known about Snapchat, this is the opposite. <laughs> like, okay. Like, it, so, so it's either going to be something that does kind of like shift and revolutionize like the, the experience, or it's just going to be like, dude, this is so anti like what it has been. Like it's basically been private and they disappear. And, you know, I know that they've innovated around that, but, um, traditionally it's been a very ephemeral and, you know, quite private thing. And, and I think that that worked for them. So I don't know, like in the sense of, you know, I'm, I don't know if this is something that the general public is going to uh, accept, but it's kind of like, you know, it just in a general thought process, it's like, why are Snapchat, why are you basically, going towards the competition right like this is something where it's like we're gonna go swim in the waters of instagram or facebook or twitter and you know it just feels like i don't know like maybe they're like they've topped out at users and so they're like geez we just need to like do stuff that is more public so like people will you know discover and use this more but it just it, it just feels like they're they're going straight towards their competition and, and now it's like way more competitive waters. I don't know. So, so I see this and I'm like, mm, I don't, my official stance is I don't think this is going to save them and, or it's going to really work. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I, I think you make a good point about going towards the competition. That's usually not what they see. But I think historically, at least over the last like decade where social media has been a big thing, all these companies have done the copycat mm-hmm, thing for sure, for sure. to take over that market share. No one's really come out with a very innovative thing um, that's picked up really since Snapchat. Um, TikTok now, which came from Musical.ly, is probably the newest thing, but that's also an iteration on Vine and some other platforms as well. Snapchat was really like the true disruptor one they opened up and and took a lot of space from instagram and facebook but then when instagram copied snapchat and came out with instagram stories that's where snapchat really like started to to crash and and not be as popular and so i I was oh go ahead i was just gonna say like kind of on the same note you know it's like you know, I, I, like I said, I've never really been a Snapchat user and it's never really been relevant in my life. And like, there's just times where I'm like, oh yeah, Snapchat's like a public company. And I don't know, I just, it, it just kind of fascinates me that, you know, number one, they've gotten to that level. Number two, yeah, it's like, they are just in a sense, in my view, it's like been a one trick pony, which it was like what it was for, you know, when it came out, they were a disruptor, but yet if you don't build an entire ecosystem and a a strong business revenue model, literally in the hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, like, you know, it's like good luck. And, and so I've just always been 
on the periphery, like every so often I remember like, Oh, there's Snapchat out there. And I'll like look up their stock price. And I'm like, Oh man, like, it's just interesting that they're still around and, you know, people do still use it. But um, I, I think that what they're doing is they're really looking for that. It, they're still trying to turn the corner in, in my opinion, like trying to turn the corner to a major business that um, is more than just like messaging between friends, you know? Yes. And I think that's what this partnership they're trying to go for, right? Because having people having viral moments is one of the easiest ways to get people to stay on your platform and continue to create. And so by having this new spotlight, my only concern is people have to download another app. I kind of just wish it was a feature within Snapchat that you just like swipe left and there's the timeline of random things. But this has to be a copy because TikTok specifically, uh, and there's a, I'm starting to get really skeptical about the numbers that TikTok shows. But all of these people on TikTok are having viral moments. Um, it's become, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's so much easier to get 100,000 to a million views on TikTok now. Um, there's actually this meme that's going around on it that like you can put the dumbest thing on TikTok and have it go viral. And mm. all of these people uh, that could historically have been Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram users who never had a viral moment, but the second they post and they get 10,000 views or 10,000 new followers, whether that's real or fake, there's a lot of things coming out that they think they're inflating those numbers that they're showing to us. But I know if you have that moment, you see that, A, you freak out. It's really exciting. But then you're inspired and kind of pressured to keep creating new content. And so I think Snapchat really needs to get that like dopamine rush from its users to continue to encourage them to keep using it. Um, and, and so I was looking at some some Snapchat demographics here just to like catch up on. And I was pretty surprised at the numbers that are still on here. So a lot of these numbers are uh, from September 2019. And so they have over 14 billion daily video views. So that's a lot of views, right? Uh, the monthly active users in the U.S. and Canada is over 100 million, right? Which wow. is a lot. They have over 3 billion snaps created every day. Um, and they say that U.S. social media users that use Snapchat is still 4% of social media users use Snapchat, which is kind of surprising because I never hear about it. Yeah. Um, but also people I'm, I'm in this uh, lexicon of people like of creators who are trying to create viral videos and get exposure where Snapchat is still just an internal thing. It's about like sending messages to my friends and I well, use it all the time because this is the primary way that I speak to all of my siblings and my parents is the only social platform my parents have. And um, just through internal dialogue with specific friends that I have, that's the, the platform of choice. Well, it's interesting, and you know, we'll sum it up by saying like, you basically opened it by saying like, you know, Snapchat for you has just been—it's like a text message, and you know, it's like no one really, no one really talks about text messages, but you use them every day to communicate with your friends and family or whatever. And so, I, yeah, like for them to, so I'm just looking at their stock price. They're basically, they're at the stock price is at about 19. They went public. It looks like it opened at about 25, 27. So 
you know, and that's, that's down. It's been down like, you know, for two years, roughly, or two and a half years um, in the sense of they're not still not above water, if you will. So um, they're still looking for that, like next to turn the corner to like break out of just like this text message. You know, it's like the text message technology on your phone, you never talk about, but you use it all the time. And so I think that they're trying to break out of that, like small utility to be something more, more fancy in public, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I did sign up to get let known about this uh, spotlight beta when it launches in February. So I'll follow back up once I, I get the app. Very nice. Speaking of stock price, um, I, you know, I, I've been following a little more closely just because I'm intrigued, but let's talk about Tesla. And oh my gosh, like, so Tesla, um, the American car company that is now value, it's, it's the most valuable automobile company in the history of the United States. So think about that for a second. Wow. Like it is, it is more valuable in terms of um, valuation and market cap than both, I believe, Ford and um, GM combined. Combined. It is, uh, in terms of the world, it's like, you know, second or, I I guess, maybe third most valuable. I, I, I don't know the numbers, but um, it's essentially market cap is 91 billion. So it's dropped just brief a little bit in the last day, but their stock price is now 580. Just for context in the last year, um, their, their stock price was at a low in June of 193. Whoa. Like what the hell's going on? Which is like, I think it's just an amazing, if we pause for a second, you know, Tesla um, is, it was founded in 2003. So we're talking about 17 years ago, but really got serious about 10 years ago. And, you know, at the time was totally, la- like, it was just like, no way. Like he, you know, um, Elon was, uh, you know, laughed at, was doubted. And we're now talking about the most valuable auto, like seriously, the number one most valuable automobile company in the history of the United States. Yeah. Like that is a feat. That is huge. And, and it's just now like gaining steam and the, the plants that they have around the world that as they start, like they're just gaining speed to manufacture, you know, and just push out the amount of uh, automobiles and the amount of, basically the amount of products that they're pushing out every quarter and every month or every year. Um, it's impressive. And, and, you know, uh, you know, I don't own one, but I'm, it's some, it's kind of like the moment I do get another car, if I do like, because that's even a question, I'm not even sure, but it will definitely be a Tesla, I think. And um, so I don't know, like, dude, if you like, I do this sometimes I just go online and like, look at stock prices and, and like the graphs, like if you look at their graph, man, they, they went public. So even in, um, in 2010, they went public at essentially 19, like their stock price was $19. And now we're talking about 508. So if you think about like, if you bought shares when it, it, when it opened and went public at essentially $20 and now it's at 500, I mean, do the math. 
So this is impressive. Yeah. This is impressive. Um, what are your thoughts on just Tesla in general and, and what they've been able to achieve? I mean, it's, it's pretty spectacular. And, and I think a lot of people are, at, at least in the community that, that I, I'm in, I mean, people kind of recognize it as the premier car company. And it's incredible how many we see around driving in the city. I know if you're in a big city, you see it a lot more, especially the West Coast cities. I can't speak for the East Coast cities. You might uh, have a little bit more viewing time than I do on those. But, I mean, it's just spectacular. And what they say is they're like 10, 10 years ahead when it comes to innovation compared <laughs> to those other companies. And it's crazy that... Yeah, combined Ford and GM, which have a hundred years of experience, uh, that they're bigger already bigger. But that just comes down to current branding. Obviously, that could change, and and something could happen, and it could fall. Right? Like I remember, like let's see, I'm I'm looking at the stock price, like when it dipped when Elon Musk smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. Right there, that was like August September, and it took like the littlest dip. Right, and right, I'm looking at. September 27th, it was like 242, right? And it's doubled since then, um, which is just absolutely wild. And that's got to be, I assume this like sky, because it has skyrocketed yeah. uh, since September, has to be related to the truck. Well, it, so what I've read is it's, it's def, no, it's actually um, their numbers. So they're, they're Q3 numbers and then their end of the year Q4 and end of the year numbers were uh great and they were like uh they exceeded expectations basically and so the the spike is a lot to do with their now their production and what they're now bringing to the market in terms of deliverables are like they're now they're not missing numbers they're actually exceeding numbers and then also yes like the truck and the new products and it's just a very like uh very optimistic view but um yeah, man. Like, I mean, that's, in, that's intense. And, and I think it's very impressive. Um, I was having a conversation last night, just, you know, Elon's name got brought up and, um, you know, this person said, he's just, you know, he's a little too much and he's out there. And, you know, this person was like, they're kind of like, I'm over him. Um, my perspective is, it is, you know, he's, he's one of our premier entrepreneurs in this age and it's just because talk about bold bold you know just incredibly bold vision and taking risks and you know now at the point where it's like he's laughing he's the one laughing you know there was a lot of people laughing at him a lot of people doubting him and the company but incredible and you know that's nothing we haven't even talked about like he's also running (laughs) spacex which is you know if you want to go there it's just like another massively bold uh risk that that it yeah yeah so like running it's not like jack dorsey running that's impressive running two public companies but we're talking about running two absolutely world-changing forward-thinking companies that are creating the next experience of the world in whether it's automated uh you know electric vehicles and or like going to space that's insane. And, and so I, I'm very, very impressed and I don't care what people say. Like I, I definitely hold them at high regard. Yeah, certainly. And, and for anyone out there listening, I, I want to put into context that Tesla here in 2020 
is 17 years old as a company, yeah. right? Founded July 1st, 2003. So if you look at their stock price, yeah, he pretty much doesn't it, – it, he hovers like he's around that like $20 point until 2013. So 10 years into the company is when it started to pick up. So I don't know when um, he listed it, and maybe that's where this bump comes from. Uh, but he spent 10 years working on this. And the early Teslas were pretty, pretty ugly. Uh, took a long time. I mean, they were – definitely behind for a really long time but all of a sudden they just like took off but that's also 10 years of innovation tinkering working on it probably uh i know he was on the brink of failure multiple times before he even got there so so to keep it into context like tesla didn't come out of nowhere right he's been working on this for over 15 years now yeah and uh you gotta admire that kind of work that he's put in there but yeah he's this public persona he's one he's probably one of the smartest people in the world and i I think it's just cool that at least someone who's this smart is trying is dedicating their work to bettering the world right bettering the environment and figuring out solutions and and in putting you know the words out there to make us better right he could be doing a lot worse things with his money and his investment and his time and so I think that's why so many people look up to him as well, right? He's as far as when it comes to creating a business, it seems like he's doing good things for the world. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that wraps up episode seventy-four of the show. What do you got going on this weekend, Nick? You know, I I I need to work. <laughs> like uh, it's it's a uh, catch-up weekend for me, so I'll, I'll definitely be doing stuff Saturday and Sunday. It's just uh, I need it. Dude, I, I need to write. Uh, I haven't been – I need to catch up on my, like, even end of the year, just, um, you know, recaps of travel. And so there's a lot that I need to do. So it's a work weekend. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I've got friends coming into town tonight. I'm going to the Oregon UW basketball game tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, nice. Was going to go to the Women's March, but that got canceled until March uh, for anyone who's planning on attending that tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, going to watch those football games on Sunday. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, today I'm going to Edmonds. I'm actually going to eat at this dessert place and make a little video about them. So uh, I'm going to get a, a chocolate wasted on dessert wow. here later this afternoon. Awesome. Well, have a good time, dude. Thank you very much, Nick. Uh, enjoy the good luck with the upcoming weekend's worth of work. And I will talk to you next Friday. All right. Peace.